y'all welcome back to another episode of london on the beat speaks um i am currently on break at work y'all and i just want to say i had so much going on but y'all know y'all gonna get this episode on friday because that is my duty that is my promise to y'all my promise to myself is to make sure y'all get these episodes on friday so what's been going on what has been y'all high for the week i think my high for the week is that remember i told y'all that work was really stressing me out and really making me super anxious but um this week has really been smooth um i got some news that could possibly be good but where i work for is super unpredictable so like i'm just living in this good moment right now and so that's my high for the week um oh and another thing is i'm looking forward to getting some sushi tonight um, i'm meeting up with a friend and we are going to go to the sushi place or whatever and then we're also not not today we're gonna try some african food we both really really been want to try it so um if anybody listens to this and they have some suggestions of African restaurants that we want to, uh, that we should try this in Chicago, let us know. But other than that, we're going to look up these places. I think he had like five stars, so we're going to try that. Okay, what now, USA? I want to talk about Governor Newsom. He is in California, and I know that it's, it's still a current event because it happened even though he's not um, doing it in Chicago where I'm from. But I'm pretty sure I'm going to have listeners who are not from Chicago. Um, but anyway, I had been hearing a lot of stuff about him. Um, not hearing anything bad, but I've just been seeing a lot of good stuff that he's doing. And so, according to his website, you know how... People have their own website and stuff like that. He signed additional bills into laws to further protect people from legal retaliation and prohibited law enforcement and corporations from cooperating with out-of-state entities regarding lawful abortions in California. So basically that just means like if you're in a state where abortions are born, uh, banned, I'm sorry, and you go over there to California and you get an abortion because it's legal, law enforcement cannot tell the law enforcement in your state, like, oh, yeah, they was up over here. So, that you basically, you can't be incriminated for that. Um, he said that an alarming number of states continue to outlaw abortion and criminalize women. And it's more important that than ever to fight like hell for those who need these essential services. We're doing everything we can to protect people from any retaliation for accessing abortion care while also making it more affordable to get contraceptives, which is really good because I'm not going to lie. Um, birth control does cost a lot if you don't have insurance. And then um, condoms and stuff cost a lot, too. Like, I don't understand why condoms do cost a lot because it protects you from pregnancy, yes, but it's supposed to protect you from STDs and infections and stuff like that so yeah um he also added 
He said, our legislature has been on the front lines of this fight, and no other legislative body in the country is doing more to protect these fundamental rights. I'm proud to stand with them again and sign these critical bills into law. So then, I'm going to tell y'all the bills that he signed, basically. So, um, he reported, I mean, he signed the bill that helps ensure that pregnancy loss is not criminalized. Like, people can't say, like, oh, you purposely tried to get a miscarriage so you won't have to do abortion. Or, you like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because that's what they were trying to get into, like, oh, if you're miscarried or something like that, then it could be a problem. Like, just weird stuff. Um, then I already told y'all, he signed a bill that prohibits law enforcement of California to, like, talk to other law enforcement from another state. And it also says that it expands training options for nurse practitioners and certified nurse midwives to perform abortion and care by aspiration techniques. Okay. Um, so, yeah, those are some of the things that he's signing. And he has, like, a quota, so he's supposed to be working on other bills. And I really think that's really good. And I really just can't believe that abortions are, like, illegal like this world is going to shit it's going to shit but i really want to say that this is a good thing and i feel good about that um excuse that playing y'all if y'all hear that in the background um it just seems like every time i'm recording it just something just gotta be loud like shut up i don't even remember planes being this loud when i was working here but whatever so then the next current event that i want to talk about this shit is insane the Beyond Meat person, the CEO, well, he's the COO, Doug Ramsey, is arrested for biting a man's nose after being cut off in the parking garage. Y'all, so the story says that on September 17th, he um, was driving out of the, like, a parking garage, like, with other cars over there, and a car inched in his way. It hit his car. Ain't do none of that. So clearly he must got some anger issues. This man got out of the car. It said punched. He punched through the window shield. He pulled him close and started punching his body. Before he bit the man's nose, he ripped the flesh of the tip of that man's nose. Like, are you kidding me? So then he was arrested and charged with terroristic threatening in third-degree battery. He was released on Sunday. Um, actually, it wasn't this past Sunday. It was Sunday for last. He was released and his bomb was like $11,000. Um, I just don't know what the fuck is going on in this world. I picked this because this is crazy. And I just want to see, like, it's so much stuff that's going on in this world, and I honestly do not understand what the fuck is going on and why people are acting the way they're acting. Like, this world is really going to shit. Like, the people just stealing the Kias and the Jeeps and the Hyundai and all that, and stealing it for parts and taking whatever they want to take and then dumping the cars. Like, that shit is crazy to me. Like, we out here working hard, going to work every day, something doing something that we might not even want to do. Or feeling drained and feeling tired, working hard just so we can pay our bills and have the things that we need. And there's people out here that's just going to take them. 
Like, I honestly don't. I don't. I don't think that, oh, being a thief is something good or stealing is something good. But I understand people stealing from, um, people stealing from, like, Walmart or Target or something like that. Because it's a big corporations. And what I learned last, not even yes, last year, what I learned, like, at the beginning of the year is that these big corporations like Walmart, Target, and all this stuff like that sometimes are putting money invested into jails and stuff like that. So it's just like, I don't care if a motherfucker takes from y'all or a motherfucker steals from y'all because because of the shit that y'all do as a corporation. But to work, to steal from somebody that we have to work for these big corporations and work our ass off and sometimes work seven days after week and even just working five days after week and only getting two off days is not enough. Working for pennies and working all these hours just to get the things that we need. We don't sometimes always get the things that we want and a motherfucker can come up to me and with a gun or whatever and just want to take my shit. And I just got to give it to them because, of course, I'm going to value my life before I value these things that money bought. But that still hurts. So people be like, oh, you mater- can say that people are materialistic. Because some people, like, when they get robbed, they don't want to give up their stuff. It's not about being materialistic. It's like, it feels, it hurts. If it, it makes you feel vulnerable when somebody take your stuff and you can't do anything about it. Stuff that you worked hard for. And you're going to have to work even harder sometimes to get the, get the shit back, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this shit is crazy, y'all. I didn't even really mean to go into that tangent, but I just keep thinking to myself how how sick this world is and just how people are. And I don't like it. It does not make me happy. I absolutely hate hate it. I don't like the way this, this shit is going. And I am really just hoping um, that I can be you know never have to be in those type of positions or whatever and I had somebody steal from me before but I don't want to be held in anything like that but I definitely had somebody steal from me before it don't feel good you feel sad and it's not about getting it back somebody took some shit from you and you don't feel good you know what I'm saying but (sighs) those are my two what now um y'all what now usa and then we're going to get into the next segment okay y'all so we are now on the sip tea segment so i was reading this story a few years ago about how the sweetie pie um he's not the owner but his mom is the owner of sweetie pies and I think they had another location, um, but the location they were known for was the one that was in St. Louis. So they closed their doors after Tim Norman was found guilty of killing his nephew. And when I was in school at Mizzou, I ate there a couple of times. I saw clips of the show, and now I saw a clip on the show where the nephew was crying. He was saying like how. Um, the Uncle Tim punched him in the stomach and that was being he was being mean to them and he was um pushing them, just doing so much and he claimed that um 
he was doing it because he was raised, him and his brother was raised to be soft. And so that he was trying to basically make sure that the nephews and stuff don't be soft, raised soft like them, whatever like that. But the, the mama ended up checking him or like that on the show. So, um, y'all, it say that he hired somebody to, um, he hired somebody to kill his nephew. Um, he hired a stripper to lure his nephew to this place, whatever place it was. And then he hired somebody to, um, kill him. And, and the reason why he hired somebody to kill him, honestly, I don't know why he chose the nephew, but the reason is that before he got killed, Tim took out a, um, a life insurance policy that was $450,000 upon his on his nephew, but two years prior to, to him being killed. So he took the thing out. And then two years later, got the man killed. So they said that an exotic dancer, Terrica Ellis, um, was paid ten thousand dollars to lure his nephew to the area that took his life. He allegedly paid Travel Anthony Hill five thousand dollars to shoot his twenty-one-year-old nephew. Norman was found guilty of committing murders for hire, murder for hire resulting in death and mail fraud. And he's supposed to be getting sentenced on December 15th, and he faces life in prison. But he already guilty, so it's just like, I guess they just got to do the sentencing. But he had been locked up for a minute because they they were like, I don't know if I was listening to a true crime podcast or was I reading this, but they found it because of the pinging of the cell phone and all this other stuff, like cell phone records and all the other shit. And they must see how they found out he did it. And I just want to know, like, how do y'all feel about that? Like, family will set you up. Like, I was taught at a young age to always cherish your family no matter what. And, oh, this cousin did this to you. Well, so what? That's your family. This person did this to you. So what? That's your family. And I really feel like we need to stop teaching our kids that we need to teach them that, um... Everybody is a people and are human first. Just because this person is your family does not mean that we have to accept anything that they do. Um, we need to definitely teach our kids that. And I can tell, like, my generation and, like, the generation under me and all that stuff, I can tell, like, that they are doing that. Like, they don't play. Mama, daddy, sister, cousin, brother. If you doing something that I don't like or is you disrespecting me or whatever the case may be, then it's over for you. Um, I notice that people are like that now and I notice as I get older I start setting those boundaries as to where I don't care who you are, um or who who what the label is, you know, in my life, you're not gonna talk to me like that. You're not gonna treat me like that. Um yeah. It's just really messed up. So let me know what y'all think about that. Y'all can send me a voice message or y'all can um hit me up on my Instagram page, London to Be Speaks. I'm trying to get some followers. It's so hard. Um trying to get people to follow you. I don't know why, like but whatever. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. 
So the next thing that's on the sip tea, and this is the last one, is that the baby claims that he slept with Meg the Stallion, y'all. I don't understand why he felt the need to tell the world that they did anything. I feel like that's lame, and I'm glad that she didn't address it. I feel like it was corny as hell, and the fact that he had said that he was waiting to put it on his album, like, you're lame as hell. Like, be for real. You're lame as hell, and I don't even know why you felt the need to, um, to to say anything. Um, and I really feel like he said something because he heard about Meg Thee Stallion, like, because she stopped talking to him because he had performed with Tory Lanez. But it's like, why would you do a song to perform with Tory Lanez? And y'all had, before we even knew y'all had sex, we knew that y'all had a close relationship because she would call you her work husband. So I think that she felt betrayal. And it's just like, again, setting that boundary. If I feel betrayed, then I don't have to talk to you. Um, and he was saying like, um, he basically said that he was sexually intimate with her, y'all. And including the night before that stuff happened. And it was on the song called Boogie Man. <sighs> y'all, the shit was lame as fuck. Like, he said, I'm looking at the lyric right now, y'all. I say, you play with me, that shit was childish. The day before she said that Terry Lone, sh- I'm talking about Terry Lone, Terry Lane shot her, I was fucking on Megan Thee Stallion. Waited to say this shit on my next album. Hit it the day before, too. But I keep it playing. I ain't say nothing about it. The North Carolina rapper. He's from North Carolina rapper. He's a North Carolina rapper, y'all. Is there a lot of rappers from North Carolina? I don't know, but I'm looking at the shade room and I'm looking at what the lyric that they put up there. He's fucking If y'all ever doing a podcast, please, 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 please put your phone on Do Not Disturb because I just got pissed off because I was recording the rest of my pop culture segment and somebody called me and do y'all know that (laughs) everything that I was recording just I don't even know like I'm really just pissed off so I'm gonna keep it short (laughs) and I'm I'm finishing me talking about the baby I just feel like he's lame um I feel like He's he people are saying that he's being blackballed, but I honestly just feel like his music is they all it all sound the same. I haven't heard this album, but before this album, I feel like all his stuff sounds the same unless he's on a feature. Um, and do y'all feel like he is a, a cornball for letting people the real know that he had sex with Megan and Stallion? Also, do I think it's true that they had sex before? Yes. Do I think he had sex before the Tory Lane thing? No, I don't. Um, the night before the Tory Lane thing? No, if she was with Party, I don't really believe that. But I can't really put my finger on the timeline of their of them being together. I, I really don't remember. All the years to me be mushed together, months, days be mushed together, y'all. So I, I honestly can't even tell y'all. But um, I just feel like I feel like he had cornball, and I want to know do y'all feel like he had cornball. Let me know. 
Um, like I, I always say, I try to be interactive with y'all. But y'all don't be, y'all don't be hitting me up, y'all don't be saying nothing. But I hope y'all are enjoying these podcasts. And if y'all have any topics or trending topics, well, even if it's not trending, just the stuff that y'all would like to know my opinion about, please let me know on Instagram, on London, on the Be Speaks. Um, let me know. Okay, okay, okay. What would London do? Um, so I actually got this quote off of Google. I was searching something and I kind of feel like it's something good. It says, don't wait to learn from your own mistakes. Watch, listen, and learn from mistakes of others. And I kind of feel like that's something good. Um, because I don't want to say that learning your own lesson waste is wasting your time. I don't want to say that. But at the same time, learning someone else's mistakes in a way kind of gives you extra time. If y'all get what I'm saying. Because it's like you don't have to waste your time in your life doing something that could be so time consuming and realizing, you know, it's not good for you or, or whatever the case may be. If you see somebody else doing this one thing and you see that it ain't right, you don't even have to waste waste nothing. You just be like, oh, that's not good or that's not for me. So, yeah, I, I, I like this advice. Okay, okay, y'all. So, I know this is our favorite part, the fun facts, y'all. So, um, I be Googling stuff, and that's where I get my fun facts, and I just pick whatever I think is interesting. Some stuff I already know, some stuff I um, don't know, but, yeah. So, one of my fun facts is February used to be the last month of the year. Um, we know that January and February are the first two months of the year, but these months were actually the last couple of months added to the Gregorian calendar before the Roman calendar actually recognized 10 months. However, the winter period was measured in these two months, making February the last month of the calendar. This is also why February has the shortest number of days in the month. So then fun fact number two, did you know that DreamWorks Studios was created by a former Disney employee? I did not know that. Jeffrey Kazenberg produced some of Disney's biggest hits named The Little Mermaid, The Lion King, Beauty and the Beast, and Aladdin. With the success of these classics, he requested a promotion. However, due to internal conflict, he got fired instead. It was then that he founded DreamWorks Studios with other familiar film personalities, Steven Spielberg and David Geffen. Geffen or Jeffen? I did not know that he did that, but also it's just crazy. Like, The Little Mermaid is still going to this day, and it had plenty of remakes, and they're remaking it in, like, with a human and not, like, a cartoon. Um, the Lion King is a classic. They also did a live action of the Lion King. Beauty and the Beast is a classic. And Aladdin is a classic. And they did a, I don't know, wait a minute, Beauty and the Beast, they did. Yeah, they did a Beauty and the Beast live action. And they did a Beauty, I mean, Aladdin live action. So all of this stuff, they did a live action. It's been, it been successful since before they even did that. And when this man asked for a freaking raise, y'all sit up here and fire him. 
y'all fight him because y'all didn't want to y'all want him to keep creating y'all stuff but y'all didn't want to pay him for it and that's just how jobs is and it's honestly really sad anyway last but not least did you know that the champ the chanel y'all often say channel the chanel double c was the first designer logo of all time the famous double c symbol was created by coco chanel in 1925 um this same brand symbol was the first ever designer logo and remains unchanged to this day i did not know that 1925 i wonder what made them do double c's Good idea though, because a lot of people be wanting to use that type of logo, double whatever, double letters. Grind my gears, last but not least. What grinds my gears is that when people give unsolicited advice to me, it pisses me off. I didn't ask for your opinion, neither did I ask for your advice. And especially if it's about a touchy subject. Like, I really don't like discussing my hair with people. Like, I had went somewhere, and I'm not going to say who it was, but somebody, I had, like, tried something new with my hair. I had straightened my hair out with the blow dryer and side ass, whatever. I wanted to see how long it was, but um, any get as straight as it, I could have got it because I um, didn't wash my hair over. I just, um... Whatever product I had in there from a couple of days ago, so I had washed my hair like three days ago from that day. And um, whatever, I got it straight and I was looking at it and it was cute. And it would have been even cuter if, I, if it was like cut evenly, the bob or whatever. But I had put a hat on and somebody going to come up to me and say, some, what's going on under this head? Or what you got going on under this head? And um. And then she's going to say, why did you cut your hair? Why did you cut your hair? And it's just like, first of all, I didn't cut my fucking hair because I wanted to. I cut my hair because something happened to my head. To my hair. An idiot, I would process my hair and I had to cut my hair. That's what happened to me. So don't step to me asking me what's going on with my head or what I got going on under this head. Like, that was rude, first of all. Secondly, when people got to say something about my hair, about, about comment about the length of my hair, or say anything like, oh, your hair, this and that, like, just just don't say nothing about my hair if it's not a compliment. And honestly, you don't have to be a compliment because I don't even want to seem like a bitch. Don't say nothing about my hair. It's a trigger to me. Like, you don't have to say it's cute. You don't have to say nothing about it. Even if she says it's cute, I'm going to be thinking in my head. Or I might even say it out loud. Like, huh, I don't think so. But anyway, thank you. Because I, I don't want any attention towards it. That's what grinds my damn gears. I know y'all this is the end I know y'all don't want it to be over this episode was kind of short because I had two longer ones and those were longer um because I had guests on there but I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode or enjoyed the other episodes I hope you're having a wonderful day 
um, whatever you're doing, a wonderful night, afternoon, whatever it is that you're doing, I hope you are having a good time. Don't forget to find the highs for the week. Um, don't forget to find something small. It's small. It could be as small as your mustard seed. Um, like positives, you know. Don't forget to find anything positive, and make sure y'all share this. If y'all like this, please share to y'all friends about it. Even if they don't listen to podcasts, they might just start listening to this. I don't know. Let them know. But thank y'all so much for listening. And I would definitely um be back next week, y'all. Okay. Bye.